0: Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week we have Brian Cherry. His bio reads as, Brian Cherry is a rock and soul musician from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In 2021, he was named Best R&B Soul Artist in Wisconsin at the Wisconsin Area Music Industry Awards. Cherry songs cross the expanse between soul, Americana, and rock music with ease. His music has been played on 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, FM 102.1, and WXRT in Chicago. He has blazed trails all around the Midwest with his brand of passionate and unique songwriting. He is also a poet. So let's get right into the conversation with Brian. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week we have Brian Cherry. I guess you would call yourself like a kind of like a soul singer, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so... He's going to talk about a couple albums that came out in the year of 2022. We're recording this the first week of January. This is probably going to come out in March, mid-March probably. So um, so welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, introduce yourself to the listeners and kind of give us like your music origin story. How did music kind of start in your life and, you know, kind of how you grew up with it?
1: Uh, so I'm Brian Cherry. Uh, cherry just like the fruit. Uh, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, originally, born and raised, uh, short in Waukesha. I uh, studied some politics and stuff for a little bit, so I was doing that, but back in Milwaukee now, um, how I got started I, in music was actually in Waukesha. One of my roommates uh, played some guitar, and he played Blackbird by the Beatles, and I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but you have to tell me how to do that right now. <laughs> you know? Cool. Off to the races after that
0: awesome um now when you were you know growing up with your family you know your you know when you were younger was there a lot of music in being played in in the house or was it something that came later on in your life
1: yeah my family is pretty big into music uh my mom is like she would be playing Whitney Houston or Luther Vandross or like you know Otis Redding all day and Prince was our favorite, you know? So, and then my dad was like a big time funkadelic, Parliament funkadelic fan. So I got that angle from him. He was in the Led Zeppelin and stuff too. So just kind of always there was music playing in the house. And it's weird because I'm the actual only musician that came out of my household. I'm the oldest of eight children, uh, but music was there all the time. My parents didn't play, but they just loved it. So.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Now, we talked a little bit about in the intro that you have two albums that came out in 2022. Um, Have you performed out live with some of this music yet or um, has that not happened?
1: No, it has. Yeah. Um, The second one that came out, which is called The Power, we came out in August of 2022 and I was actually on tour out east and the east coast. through the mid-south kind of playing these tunes and checking them out in front of people for the first time so yeah they've been playing out a
0: bunch and with playing it out um why don't you tell us a little bit about the tour that you were on and kind of if you can give us like a comparison between the uh, live music scene where you were out on tour compared to in milwaukee and waukesha
1: yeah it was different everywhere we went uh, a lot of places we started we went from milwaukee to detroit had a show then had a show in pittsburgh a show in philadelphia Show in richmond virginia charlotte north carolina uh over to nashville tennessee memphis tennessee and then st louis uh quad cities in chicago was the end of it back to milwaukee and they, it was different in every city it was they were totally We found, we got lucky and we found a lot of scenes where people are into music and, you know, because they didn't know. I I went with one other guy, Cody James from, uh, he's from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. He's a singer-songwriter. And so, you know, they don't know us from the Hill of Beans or anything, but they came out to listen to music, which was pretty cool.
0: Did you find it as you know, you're talking about people enjoy the music. Do you find that it was pretty similar between that and Milwaukee or did you find some major differences? Well,
1: Milwaukee's kind of a hard city for a lot of reasons. And, um, but it's, it's good that it's hard to me because it's like, it makes you strive to think about it differently. But in these other cities, some of them it seemed like people just go out for music, like, Mm even original music that they've never heard before, which is a slightly different in in Milwaukee scene.
0: You had one album come out in August, but you also had a second one. When did that one come out?
1: That one came out in April. April Fool's Day on uh, 2022. So um, that was called Trainwreck. That was produced and played on by a great uh, singer-songwriter from Milwaukee. His name is Hayward Williams. Okay. Um, So he... It's a funny story how it happened. Uh, we met each other probably 15 years ago at this point. He had a a residency every week at this place in Waukesha when I was in college. And we'd always go down to check him out, you know. And
0: okay.
1: shoot 15 years in the future, his daughter goes to the same school as my son in Milwaukee here, randomly. And so we'd you know talk walking up to school, dropping him off and stuff. And I was like, you know, I really love your... The production work on your last two records. And he, I was like, "Who did that?" He's like, "Oh, I did." If you ever need help, let me know. And Excellent. the next day came up, and within a month, we had that record all done.
0: Why don't we walk the the listeners through the recording process of that one? How did it get started? Where was it recorded? And you know, kind of give us, you know, some details about what you learned um, in that process.
1: Yeah, so that one was interesting because it was the first one where I, ever, I had the songs complete. But I sent them to Hayward, and he rearranged them and just changed the songs around a little bit. And then we we had it sent out, actually, to a keyboard player and a drummer who I still haven't met to this day. But they played some beautiful things on it, you know? Okay. And so then we had that done, and I just came and sang over the whole thing. So it was all my lyrics, all my singing and stuff like that. And it was just a different, a whole different thing that I've ever been involved in. It was um, it was easy. We didn't have to think twice about a lot of things. We just felt like we were feeling the same things at the same time, which was really cool. And it taught me that, like, because the record that came out before that came out right before the pandemic in 2019. Okay. And that took, like, I don't know, eight months to record from start to finish, So to be able to do something in just the four weeks was like such an uplifting thing to say and freeing to be able to say, well, maybe I don't need to always take that much time.
0: Yeah.
1: It went really well for both of them, I think, you know. Okay. Uh, All the songs have been on on radio in the area. Um, There's a couple that are playing on 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Um, WMSC is playing some of them. And then Rock 1021 is playing them. So it's been, everybody's been really good.
0: Yeah, def- yeah, cool. And I'll, if I'm reading, if I remember right, you also had it on WXRT in Chicago, right?
1: Yeah, not this one. One of the ones in the past was on XRT in Chicago, which is really, a really cool thing. Like I love the station
0: a lot. This album that we're talking about, uh, Trainwreck, you haven't even met a couple of the, the players on there. So to get this recorded, was it, Recorded in multiple locations.
1: Yes, um, the piano player Brooks is—he's from Boston, and uh, the drummer—he's from Chicago, and they were—they've worked uh, really closely with Hayward in the past. So he—he he worked with them to make it work with me, which was really nice. all—all so all we did is we'd send them song in an email. They play their parts, record their parts, and send it back. And we just add it all together, you know? Uh,
0: and then your parts, were they recorded, like, at a studio? Or do you have, like, a little home setup? Or how how was your parts done?
1: This was in this was in Hayward's basement. Uh, okay. Uh, it was awesome. You had a little studio down there. And, you know, it's great because you don't have to, like, in a normal studio, you're always kind of looking at the clock to say, like, how much does this cost to me? How much does this cost to me? You know? Even yeah want to be like that is something that creeps up in your mind mm-hmm. but there was just like no you just do it until it makes sense until it sounds good to yourself you know
0: is there like a couple songs you'd like to talk about from that album that you'd like uh the listeners to listen to we can put it on the podcast for you
1: sure 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 that'd be great um i'd say the title track of train wreck uh train wreck is a, a good one it's a song that i had where when you hear the demo of the song, you'd be hard pressed to tell it it's even the same song. But he made it into it was like play like a folky, you know, old Americana track when I played it, you know? And he went into this driving, like uh the band type of thing, and the keys on it are just twinkling throughout, you know. It's really fun. And then the back beat of the drums. So um, yeah, that's one of my favorite songs off the record.
2: Train wreck. I saw her coming, but I could not resist. Her beautiful disaster was going my way. When well, I tried to salvage my life in the junkyard of. i Tem- me
0: The second one that came out in August was that recorded differently than Trainwreck or was it recorded pretty similar?
1: Yeah, so that was differently. Um, that one so Trainwreck came out in April, we started recording The Power, um, in May, um, and it was completely different. I worked with Sean Williamson, who's the longtime guitar player in my band, Brian Cherry. Okay, um, he's we played together for about 15 years or so now, um. But yeah, we recorded it at his house. He has a studio at his place, which is the same type of vibe where we don't have to worry about time. And plus, like Sean and I know each other so well musically and just as people that we know when it's happening and when it's not happening. So we're able to get good takes almost right away all the time now, which is which is fun. Uh, a lot of that stuff is first take. The the title track, the power. Uh, all of it was first take for me. Like he had the idea for the song, the chord progression and the riff, and I had heard it. And then when I got to the studio, I kind of just freestyled something that came off in my head and it turned out to be the actual, you know, verse for it.
0: what would you say was the main drive to create this album?
1: I think so. The song the power going back to that is a song that describes a lot of like the powerlessness that a lot of people feel right now, um, really around the world. And like, it's just about like the, the refrain is like, you know, until we gain the power until we gain the power and it's about working together and trying to, you know, lift other people up when you can and seeing how that could change the world you know so it was important to me to to get that out
0: now do you feel like when you were studying politics when you were younger did that kind of influence this or was it more of life experiences that um brought that forward
1: no you know i've never thought about it like that but it definitely influences it just in the fact that even to this day like i'm i've if I, if I let myself be a more hyper aware of what's going on in the political world and how it's affecting things. Um, but yeah, I mean, because songs come from life and that's part of my life. You know, I worked for campaigns and stuff after that. And like, it's a, it's in there somewhere, you know, and sometimes it comes out like this sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. So do you feel you're more of a, a political activist with your music, or is it just something that kind of something that you like to write about, but not really focus as your main thing?
1: No, I I would say more, it's more of like a documentary style where it's like, you know, I'm just really hyper-focused on documenting my life and like, and I'm also a poetry. I write poetry. um, So I'm a poet as well. Um, So, like, I'm just really trying to hone in on all the mundane things, all the happy things, all the sad things, all the weird things that happen and try and get them in song. And so, yeah, when something comes up in the news that, like, tips me off like that, the song will come out about it. But it's not because I'm trying to be something or do something necessarily.
0: Gotcha. One of the next questions I ask is about work-life balance. Do you find that it's a struggle for you to be creative if you, ha- you know, I don't know if you have a day job or not, but if you do, does that interfere with your creativity or do you set aside some time for for writing songs and it's a pretty good balance for you?
1: Yeah, I, I have quite the day job, actually. I'm a stay-at-home dad and I have two children, uh, two young children, and so like, you know, I'm with them all the time with, when they're not in school. Yeah. But, In answer to that question, I do carve time out specifically. Either I'll wake up early and I'll also work when they go to school because there's three hours in the morning where they're both at school. So I'll just work during those time periods or whatever, or when they go to sleep, but mostly mostly in the morning or uh, when they're at school.
0: So you take advantage of that small window to make sure you, you accomplish something creative when you get the chance.
1: Exactly. I mean, my main my main motive is to try and write something every day, like a guitar piece, and a writing piece, like every day. Like try and think of like something that could be a song, or you know, just recorded, and you, even if it's just thirty seconds of it. Yeah. So like you know, then you you have something that you can look at and say, "Oh yeah, I created something today." No matter what you think of it, those are just value judgments. It's really just an exercise to keep yourself motivated to do it,
0: you know? Yeah, if, if you don't carve out that time, you know, and plan for it, sometimes before you know it, the time escapes you, and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. it's like, oh, shoot. I, yeah. I, should have wasted, I shouldn't have wasted that time, whatever I was doing, and got to, yep. got to you know, be creative.
2: That's um, so true.
0: Yeah, so you've been doing that for a while, I bet, now. So have you learned, or what have you learned that you could tell listeners that um, – that's something that's kind of happened over the over the years of doing that. That's made you better at it.
1: It's been impactful, and uh, so if you've ever heard of the flow state, are you familiar with that?
0: I I think so. I, it's been yeah. a while since I heard about it, but I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, just where kind of everything is working at a high level, and you're not really you're creating without thinking about it too much. Um, I found found it easier to get into that flow state by like you know always doing the same things when I'm gonna start playing guitar or writing and stuff like that because it just reminds my brain that okay now it's time to you know let go a little bit and see what comes type of deal and just the fact of doing something every day no matter what it is if you want to do it if you try to do even just a little bit every day of it it's super
0: helpful exactly have you been part of a gig or been at a concert where as mates an impression on you in some way like you watched a performer or something happened up on stage while you're performing and it was just something eye-opening for you it
1: happens all the time <laughs> i mean um i know i said you know blackbird is the reason i started playing guitar yeah uh paul mccartney wrote blackbird and so i saw paul mccartney at Summerfest, um and i was three rows back center stage dead center and like he, when he played Blackbird, he lifted up on his circular riser and he just played it looking down at all of us. And it was just, just him by himself. Not a, not a bad note in the world happening, you know? And it was yeah. just found, like, I don't know, but it happens even when I'm performing too, though. It's like, you know, sometimes you'll do something that you weren't intending to do. And maybe it was because of some limitation that you had, you know, and... But something something else happens, and it shows, like, oh, my voice also cracks here. How can I utilize that to, you know, do something different? So, yeah, it happens all the time.
0: Is there anything I haven't asked you yet that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, Yeah, I'll just show you these. You probably can't see them, but this is my poetry book, Funeral Journey. Uh, it came out in 2019. And then this is Ruins, Ruminations, and Rituals which also came out in 2019. Uh, So I've been doing a lot of poetry as well. Um, Just also uh, sent off my manuscript, my new manuscript to a really nice publisher out East who's interested in perhaps publishing it. So yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting time creative, creative wise.
0: Nice. Nice. So, um, if people are interested in seeing where your publications are, where can they find them?
1: Uh, if you go to just my website, which is uh, Brian B R Y A N Cherry C H E R R Y dot um, there's a poetry section there where you can buy them as well. Um, but that also contains all my musical stuff as well. So,
0: excellent, excellent. Um, now. If people want to stream your music, obviously it's probably on most streaming sites, correct?
1: Yep. Yep. Spotify, Apple Music.
0: Okay. Do YouTube, you all of them? What's that?
1: YouTube, all of them.
0: Okay. Do you have a Bandcamp? Um, I site? do.
1: I do. Okay. Um, and so, Brian Cherry again. So
0: yeah. So people that are listening, um, don't just stream music. Go out and support artists. Go to Bandcamp and places like that where you can actually purchase the album and download them and help support. Um, the artist, especially like Bandcamp, where they can, or um, most of the time, the the artists get almost all the revenue from the sales, and there are usually yeah. certain Fridays where uh, Bandcamp gives all the the um, all the money to the artists. And I will great. say
1: real, I will say real quick. Uh, in in October, Bandcamp was nice enough to review the Power Record so uh they've been really kind to us as well like just helping us out so
0: i support them big time yeah yeah it's a great it's a great place to still help support um artists for sure now besides your publications your music and your writings do you have any other kind of merchandise or you're not into that yet
1: uh, no i have i have well right now it's like cds and i'm waiting actually I'm order right now for uh more than that some t-shirts and stuff like that so but for now it's just the CDs um yeah
0: cool who did I'm I'm looking at your website right now and I'm looking at the artwork for Trainwreck it's really really cool um who who was the artist for that
1: uh his name and I'm going to get it incorrect his name is Josh so it's a funny story I I said for a group of painters and there were, like, 12 different painters, and they all did paintings of me in three hours, beautiful paintings. And he let me use his painting and just put it, he was like, we can do whatever we want with it, basically. And I was like, yeah, it's an amazing. Even the power is also from that series as well.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it kind of looks very similar. Yep that's all the questions i have for you um i think we've touched on everything is there anything um last things you want to say before i let you go
1: no you've been great i appreciate your time
0: Uh, thank you for being on the show it was much appreciated
1: yeah take care if you're ready
2: you know i want it if you need magic watch me hold To crave that new scene. You say you want a little bit of everything. Well, so do I. Why don't we try to make it all through? I.
0: I enjoyed listening to Brian's songs and hearing about his poetry and the way he writes music. It's just so great to hear about these great musicians every week here on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Interviewing them is such a trait, and I'm really glad that I have people out there that are interested in listening to it, just as I'm.